the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ukraine, Russia, and Turkey tentatively agree to a deal allowing exports of Ukrainian grain. In a world darkened by global crisis, today at last we have a ray of hope. The House passes the right to contraception bill, which now heads to the Senate. I am so sick of hearing about what women's rights are from a party that can't even define what a woman is. Amazon expands further into health care with the purchase of one medical. A deal valued at roughly $3.9 billion. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast. Your first look at today's top stories for Friday, July 22nd. I'm Mike Scott. Ukraine, Russia, and Turkey and the U.N. Secretary General will sign a deal Friday resuming some Ukrainian Black Sea grain exports. Secretary Gutierrez praised the breakthrough. In a world darkened by global crisis, today at last we have a ray of hope. A ray of hope to ease human suffering and alleviate hunger around the world. A ray of hope to support developing countries and the most vulnerable people. A ray of hope to bring a measure of much-needed stability to the global food system. Russia and Ukraine are both major global wheat suppliers. But Moscow's February 24 invasion of its neighbor has sent food prices soaring and stoking an international food crisis in some areas. The war has stalled Kyiv's exports, leaving dozens of ships stranded and some 20 million tons of grain stuck in silos at the port in Odessa. The news is hopeful as concerns over worldwide famine begin to mount over the past few months due to Ukraine being one of the world's largest grain exporters and the ports being blocked by Russian forces. Analyst Nick Connolly works for Germany's Deutsche Welle, the state-owned media broadcaster in Complex, and explains why the proposed deal is so important. Well, obviously, this is a huge industry. Lots of farmers here are basically sitting on huge harvests that the world desperately needs, but they can't get them out, can't get paid for them. Um, and you know, moving forward to the next few harvests, without that ready cash coming in, how are they going to pay their wages? How are they going to pay for fuel and fertilizer? But it's also about the bigger point of Ukraine's access to the world oceans, other industries like um, metals, they're being able to get their exports out. The land borders are just a lot more uh, expensive in terms of the logistics. They're further away. They're less well organized. So that's the bigger picture for Ukraine. But actually, I think in all of this, in terms of the food, this is more a problem for the outside world than for Ukraine. Because paradoxically, as long as those ports stay closed, food is actually going to get cheaper here in Ukraine for Ukrainian customers. It's the people in places like Lebanon, Mauritania, um, often very far away, who are incredibly dependent on Ukraine, not only for grain, but also for vegetable, real basics that are just exploding in price right now. Details of that agreement were not immediately known. It is due to be signed today, according to the Turkish president's office. There was no immediate confirmation from Moscow. The Kiev government also did not confirm a deal. 
High temperatures continue to threaten the country this week, focusing much on the northeast and the deep south, as some summertime temperatures neared 100 degrees. Many Americans sought comfort by staying in the shade of homes or in air-conditioned offices and cooled themselves in fountains, beaches, or at cooling centers. This Brooklyn resident, Vince Butler, says he doesn't have A.C. It's hot, sticky, humid. you got to take at least two, three showers. Meteorologist Tony Fracasso with the National Weather Service says look for the Northeast to heat up even more over the summer weekend. It looks like the hottest day will be on uh, Sunday where we could see some uh, widespread records or approaching records uh, with temperatures in the middle and upper 90s and even near 100 degrees, uh, especially between uh, Philadelphia and New York City. Fracasso says hot temperatures in the central plains will also continue to build through the weekend. Nebraska, parts of Kansas. Uh, and that area will actually expand through Friday and Saturday and drop southeastward uh, into Iowa, Missouri, Oklahoma, uh, and Arkansas through Saturday and then uh, into Sunday. And sometimes those could reach uh, lower 100s, so uh, 100 to 105 degrees. Fracasso goes on to say that relief won't be coming anytime soon as the summertime hot weather will last into next week. We'll still see temperatures uh, near to above normal um, basically through the eastern half of the country, um, through the central southern plains, uh, lower Mississippi, Mississippi Valley. Uh, so it's continuing through uh, the early part of next week. The House on Thursday passed a bill that would protect access to contraception on a federal level. As Democrat lawmakers say they fear the recent Supreme Court ruling ending a constitutional right to an abortion could endanger some other protections. We're in a dangerous situation, but don't take it from me. Associate Justice Clarence Thomas made it very clear. The bill passed 228 to 195, with two voting present, largely along party lines. It follows another piece of legislation that passed this week, protecting same-sex and some interracial marriage, which about four dozen Republicans joined Democrats in supporting. Washington correspondent Alexandra Lamone explains what's in the bill. Thursday, the House passed a bill to protect access to contraception nationwide, despite opposition from most Republicans. You don't want birth control, but you want control of women. With some states aiming to add new restrictions, this legislation would widely protect access to all types of contraception. Lamont goes on to explain why some GOP legislators are highly critical of that bill. Republicans also say the legislation is too broad, in part because it protects access to abortion pills. And this is an extreme bill in, from a desperate uh, majority. The bill heads to the Senate next, where it will need 60 votes to pass. Among them, Republican Representative Beth Van Dyne of Texas, who says she's fed up with Democrat colleagues trying to discuss women's rights. You want to talk about extreme? I am so sick of hearing about what women's rights are from a party that can't even define what a woman is. I stand in front of you, a very proud woman, and I can tell you that aborting a fully formed child is not a woman's right. Democrat Representative Sarah Jacobs of California says it is her opinion that the bill impacts her directly. I've lived my entire life with this constitutional right to contraception. 
and it's a right I've exercised for decades. Whether it was the birth control pills I used when I was a teenager to address debilitating cramps, the IUD I've relied on for years, or the plan B I've used at times that was thankfully available over-the-counter when I needed it. Meantime, House Democrats pushed ahead Wednesday with legislation that would ban certain semi-automatic weapons as they considered their most far-reaching response yet to this summer's series of mass shootings. However, many Democrat moderates in the party, especially those in swing states, are very wary of a vote on broad gun controls before the November elections. John Lott, founder of the Crime Prevention Research Center, joined the Salem Radio Network to discuss what he believes is the futility of most gun control laws. Lott says that if you read the manifestos of many mass shooters, they specifically target gun-free zones. I mean, there's so much evidence out there. One just has to read the diaries or the manifestos that these murderers leave. I mean, the Buffalo murder, for example, he explicitly talks about why he picked the target that he did. He wanted to go to a place where he knew his victims would not have permitted concealed handguns because he was worried that they would make it difficult for him to go and kill people. These killers, time after time, their goal is simply to get media attention. I'm not going to go and argue we ought to get rid of the First Amendment, okay? But the thing is, they know the more people they kill, the more news stories there are going to be done on them from around the world. Their goal is to try to kill as many people as possible. And they may be crazy, but they're not stupid. Locke goes on to say that it's wrong of the media to focus on the gun mass shooters use and not the fact that they target places where people can't defend themselves. To me, it's media malpractice that the media keeps on refusing to report basic facts. They refuse to report the diaries where these individuals say why they picked the target that they did. They refuse to keep saying that we've had yet another mass public shooting in a place where guns were banned. Uh, you know, and the other thing that they refuse to do usually, though this case is unusual, is that they don't give coverage to those cases that are stopped by people with permanent concealed handguns. A Republican congressman wants a panel to probe the January 6th committee. Daybreak Insider's correspondent Bernie Bennett has details on that story from Capitol Hill. Georgia Republican Barry Loudermilk told Politico that he wants to chair a committee that investigates the House January 6th select panel if Republicans take control of the chamber in November's midterms. Politico reported Loudermilk said that he was interested in chairing the House Administration Committee and using it to probe the January 6th panel and Capitol security. He added that his fellow committee members, quote, also need to look at things like the false allegations they've made against people, because when you make false allegations, that's in violation of the House rules. Bernie Bennett in Washington. The January 6th committee returned to primetime on Thursday evening with a hearing focusing on three-plus hours during the rioting at the Capitol when then-President Donald Trump consulted with others to try and stop the violence. Former Arizona congressman and radio talk show host J.D. Hayworth spoke with the Salem Radio Network about the seven previous public hearings and what they have or have not accomplished so far. Speaker Pelosi did not follow the rules of the House, did not allow the House Republican leader 
and the House Republican Conference to determine its own membership of this committee. Hayworth says the January 6th committee hearings will be a blemish on congressional history. Ultimately, it's going to hurt uh, our legislative branch. It's going to hurt uh, the House, and I think it's going to uh, not be remembered well in history. The former Arizona Republican congressman says the true purpose of this select committee is to keep Donald Trump from running for re-election. Oh, it's very simple, to get Donald Trump. Uh, That's all there is. Uh, The Constitution prohibits a bill of attainder uh, where you find a specific way to uh, to uh, abridge someone's rights, to uh, hold someone responsible for things that uh, over which they have no jurisdiction. Amazon will acquire the primary care organization One Medical and a deal valued roughly at $3.9 billion, marking another expansion for the retailer into the healthcare services side. Daybreak Insider's Lisa Dwyer breaks down the developing medical deal. Amazon has announced that it will acquire primary care organization One Medical in a deal valued at roughly $3.9 billion, marking another expansion for the retailer into health care services. Amazon will purchase the care provider for $18 per share in an all-cash transaction. The total deal value includes One Medical's debt and is one of Amazon's largest acquisitions. One Medical runs membership-based primary care practices in several markets around the country and offers virtual care as well as in-person visits. One Medical works with more than 8,000 companies to provide health care benefits to employees. I'm Lisa Dwyer. Monarch butterflies are now listed as endangered because of fast, dwindling populations in North America. The International Union for the Conservation of Nature announced the designation on Thursday for the orange and black butterflies. The group estimates that populations have declined between 22 and 72 percent over a decade. Butterfly researcher Nick Haddad says he expects the monarch butterfly to go on the endangered list. It's really unsurprising that populations are declining and declining as fast as they are and we need to do things now to protect monarchs and keep them, keep them from falling further. In fact, Haddad goes on to say he's very concerned about the eventual future of the monarch butterfly. We know that butterflies and other insects are declining by about 2% in abundance per year. It's a phenomenal rate, and monarchs are just an indicator of that change that we know is happening. And finally... The pop culture extravaganza that is known as Comic-Con International is back to its old extravagance. Stars, cosplayers, and fans are filling the San Diego Convention Center in full force after the pandemic forced it to go virtual for two years. The Mandalorian, Wonder Woman, and Sailor Moon could be seen walking the floor on Wednesday night's preview night. Comic-Con attendee Eline Asuncion says she and her husband brought the kids along this year. We look forward to it every year. We come with lists of comic books we're looking for, Funko Pops, television shows and movies we want to find out about, panels. that We, we enjoy every bit of it. 
Anticipated panels this year include a preview from Warner Brothers of the anti-hero film Black Adam, featuring star Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and peeks at the fantasy series coming to television, such as the Game of Thrones prequel House of the Dragon and the Lord of the Rings prequel The Rings of Power. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.